Hey everyone, you are back with Ginny and Tash and we are here with Riding in the Weeds. This podcast is for you. If you are someone who is active, you like to ride a bike, you like to ride horses, you love animals and you really identify with the concept of being in the weeds. You know, sometimes life isn't always going perfect and you understand that sometimes we can use our physical experiences to give us the tools to help us in our day-to-day life. And sometimes the things that come up in our day-to-day life, we can use to take into those physical experiences. And really the goal is to have more fun. We get to create the experiences we have in our everyday life. And so when we can allow ourselves to go in the weed and then allow ourselves to see how we can come back out of them, everyday life just becomes a little bit more fun. Today, we're gonna be talking about balance. And what is balance? How do we get it? Does it really exist? And how do we just live the dream a little bit more every day? Hey, Jenny, how you doing? I'm doing good, Tosh. How are you? I am doing awesome. Thank you. And I'm just going to speak to the fact that we're a little glitchy today. So we thought balance is actually the perfect time to do this. My internet connection might be a little bit funky. You might notice it on the video. You probably won't notice it if you're listening to us. I also have a door going into my storage area. We're cleaning up because we're leaving town in the next couple of days. So if you hear some funky things going on, or if you're watching the video and you see people moving around, that's just part of the day we've got going on today. Fun times. It's all about balance. It is all about balance. So Ginny, what do you think balance is? I think this is another one of those situations where it's easier to talk about what it isn't and about our misconception of what balance is. I think when you ask most people about balance, we have this picture in our head of a statue or a yoga pose where someone is standing on one leg. The problem is that reality, it's nowhere near that clean. It it is a lot messier than that in truth. And the thing is, anybody who's done any yoga knows that standing on one leg, there's an awful lot of activity going on. All your muscles are working and they're constantly shifting and changing. And so the reality is that balance is dynamic and it's active and takes action to accomplish. It's not a static frozen one thing all the time. The thought that keeps coming to mind for me is that no plan survives contact with the enemy. And I think that that's really a staple of where balance is not, right? Like we can make the perfect plan. We can try and control the situation that we're in. But as soon as we go into the world, There are forces that we cannot control. When we're riding our bikes and we're on a trail, we could have been on that trail an hour ago, but the wind blew and a whole bunch of sticks fell down on it. And it's a different trail than what it was last time we were on it. And so when we're trying to be static, when we're trying to control a situation, that's actually probably when we have the most struggle and we're more likely to be in situations where we get more panicked and we have less ability to manage those forces. If you're on a bicycle, what I find with people is they're like, I've got balance. I'm in my position. I'm holding onto my bike and I'm keeping my bike upright. Therefore I'm balanced. And actually that's the exact opposite of balance. And it's really about having 
that counterbalance, right? And knowing that if you have the ability to have the bike move underneath you, whilst you stay balanced up on top of that, then the two of you can dance together and you can flow down the trail. And the biggest misconception that people have when they start biking is that they can control the bicycle and the bicycle will somehow then control the trail. And that's the same as anything else in our world, whether we're talking about a canoe and you're trying to manage the waves, you just can't do that. Or if you're on a living animal and I throw it back to you to talk about what happens when you're in the horse situation. Totally. And this is why it's funny is that, you know, you would never get in a canoe or get on the bike and think that you're going to change the terrain. You would never sit in the canoe and think that you're going to control the waves. But yet when we get on a horse, somehow, again, this misconception of balance comes in that people think that it's a static thing. Somehow we think that we have to control the horse underneath us and it doesn't work that way. When we're able to respond to the forces, you know, if you think of riding a horse as experiencing forces, just like you experience the force of the water in a canoe or kayak, if you just think about managing the forces, you'll have balance. That's what's kind of amazing about it is that if you just focus on that, the balance comes. The beauty of riding the horse is you can actually influence their balance. And when your balance gets better, their balance gets better. You don't really get to change the waves around the canoe, but you know it makes it easier. And what people I think experience is when you have balance is it does feel easier. So when you are well-balanced on the bike, it does feel like it's easier to ride the bike. When you're well-balanced on the horse, the horse feels easier to ride, but that's because of the physics and managing force. And when you manage it well, it does feel easy. Yeah. What comes to mind for me is that I always tell people to have core strength. You know, you want to be strong in your core when you're on your bicycle. So if you're connected with your hands and your feet, and so you're keeping the core, which by the way, goes from your chest down to your knees. And if that area is strong, then you're able to have that balance. So, you know, for me, I've got biking. We run a bike business. I do bike coaching. I have a team of people that I'm managing. We have a shuttle business, which is a constant management of trying to stay balanced in a situation which is anything could happen, especially we're driving shuttles in the winter. So we're constantly managing these forces that come in. And if we're not able to be flexible and have different scenarios and know, okay, if this happens, then we do this. If this happens, then we do this. If we actually thought that we could make a plan and everything was going to just go to plan. As soon as you throw in people, as soon as you're trying to manage a team of people, it's really about having the core strong. It's about knowing your SOPs. It's about knowing the why of what you're doing here and then facilitating each piece of information that comes in for you and managing it. So again, whether it's information from the trail, it's information from the clients, it's information with just how much money you have in the bank account and what you can and you can't do, when we're able to have a strong core, then everything else can be dynamic and move around. If you think that staying static and being like, everything is going to come as per the way I think it's going to, I need to make a thousand dollars today in the store. And so therefore we're going to have five clients that are going to walk in the door and give me money. 
it's never really going to work out for you. And you're going to be constantly thrown into panic. You're going to have a lot of anxiety and you're never going to sleep at night. Yeah, totally. That's 100% true. And I think that there's two things that are a part of this is it's the managing the forces and the adaptability. You've got to be able to adapt to whatever the forces are that you're experiencing. And I think this is what's cool is that you, this concept starts with riding a bike, riding a horse or doing other kinds of sports, but it really is the same across all of it. You talked about managing a team. It's not really much different with managing your pet. You need to be able to adapt to whatever's happening in front of you. And I think that's the other key to it is you have to be able to experience what's happening here and adjust to that. It's great if you know the weather tomorrow, but if the weather tomorrow isn't here now, or if the forecast said it was going to be dry and it's now wet, it doesn't matter. It's like the waves, like you cannot change what those things are. And if your pet is having a bad day or you're having a hard day or you're struggling or whatever, like you just have to keep adapting to that situation. And that's all there is to it is just manage the forces that are around you. And then I think it helps to be able to separate yourself from the forces you're experiencing. If you can define it, and understand that those are just forces. The water doesn't have an opinion when you're in a canoe. It's not personal, you know, that the water is splashing harder, that the current is stronger today. There's nothing personal in that experience. If you can approach balance from that regard and approach the forces that you're managing from a less personally offended place, it gives you the neutrality to be able to just respond and adapt and respond and adapt and keep changing whatever course it is. Like I said, you'd never get angry at the snow or the water or the wind. Like it just is, it's just the thing that's there and you just have to respond to it. However, it shows up. What's interesting. And what you've just said though, is that that's actually what a lot of people draw their panic from and their anxiety and their stress is that they do take that personally and that they are upset that when they get up things aren't working the way that they want and so any little thing will actually throw you off right the fact that you planned to go out and you went out in your canoe and the lake was completely calm and then suddenly there's wind and you don't know how to paddle your canoe in a windy situation and you don't know what to do when there's waves and so now you're in a really tough situation because you were expecting there to be one type of situation and you're actually in a different situation. If we're able to know that internally we can handle whatever life throws at us and that we've kind of considered the different things that might come across our path, then we're able to just roll with what's going. What I try and build into all of my teams is that whether I'm teaching you on a bicycle or I'm managing my team and my business, it's about being okay with it not working out. And I know that you were supposed to do this, this, and this today. And if it didn't get done, well, then we're going to have to do it another way. And it might be really frustrating that that didn't happen. And it may cause ripple effects down the track, but getting attached to it is not going to help the situation. We've sort of gone from having a conversation about balance to actually moving into what causes a lot of the stress and anxieties in people's lives. And it's thinking 
that you've got control and thinking that something outside of you is actually where your balance comes from. And the only place your balance comes from is inside of you. That whole physical informing your internal. So we can learn so much. If we are active in any way in our lives, whether we ride horses, whether we snowboard, whether we ski, whether we rock climb, whether we ride bicycles, we do yoga, whether you work out, when you can see how strong you can be and when you can see that you're able to work through situations when they happen and adapt to all the different things, the energy level you have that day, what the weather's doing, how the trail suddenly got bumpy when you didn't expect it to be, then we're able to have that counterbalance and there's less stress. And we do, we take it less personally. Yeah. I feel like this ties in with the whole idea that balance looks like nothing. So a good biker, a good horseback rider, even a good skier, you don't necessarily see all the effort that it takes to maintain balance, but it's like a duck in water. Like they're paddling like hell on the inside. Anybody who's done yoga poses, you know, the amount of effort that it can take sometimes to hold a basic balance pose. It does not look like that on the outside. And so just knowing number one, that internally it's going to feel like a ton of work. But yet externally, it's not going to look like a lot of work. And so I think that's where we can get off track is when we look at someone and we go, oh, look, they're balanced. They've got it all put together. Like, yeah, well, you don't see the feet paddling like mad under the water. So recognizing that everybody is putting in that kind of effort and trusting that they're doing whatever they need to do to stay balanced. It's like your team, like, okay, you didn't get what was done that was on the list to do today. That's okay, because I trust that you were doing something else that needed to be done in that moment. And even with our pets, when our animals react big to something, it's the same thing. Like, I trust that you're experiencing something that you're trying to communicate with me. And you're trying to tell me something is either bothering you or that there's an issue that needs to be addressed. And when we can respond to that with the trust that whatever's happening is just what's going on for that being or that person. And then that again, there's paddling like mad beneath the surface. Then I think it makes it easier for us to go, okay, well, it might be a lot of work in this moment, but it's not going to be a big deal in the end. Like that gives us that adaptability and that allows the effort it takes to work through the rough choppy water to happen without judgment. Like it takes the judgment piece out of it. And when we judge it as wanting to be something else that it's not, you're right. That's hundred percent where the stress comes from. When I think everything you just said also allows compassion. I was in a meeting last night for three hours and it went over the expected time. My dog gets a little bit upset when we don't make it to sunset at the beach. And, you know, it doesn't always happen, but there'll be a moment in time where he's jumping on me. He's kind of all over me and he's, misbehaving but the truth is is that he's just a little bit stressed because we're not going to make it to sunset and I like having sunset at the beach and so noticing that we're in this meeting last night and I've got this dog jumping on me and I kind of look at my husband I'm like can you please can you take the dog because I obviously can't take him to the beach like now can you manage the dog and he's like yep okay dropped whatever he was doing and they went and played ball and they went and did something together Ian can't take the dog to the beach because 
he has balance issues. He's a standing paraplegic and he can't walk to the beach and come back again. And the dog actually will generally not follow him if he jumps on the bike and I'm not there. So knowing that, okay, we just need to do something else, but acknowledging that like that dog is having its own experience. So having the compassion to adjust and allow for what's going on for another being, whether it be your horse, whether it's your dog, whether it's your spouse. And honestly, sometimes like I know that a bicycle is an inanimate object, but the thing with a bicycle is it is having its own experience too. And a different bicycle is having a different experience on the trail. So knowing that if you have two bikes, one of them's a hardtail and one's a full suspension bike, you are going to have to manage the different experience that that bike is having riding down a trail, which means that you're going to have to do things a little bit differently. If you've got a hard tail, well, you're going to have to use more of your natural body suspension in order to cushion that trail and allow the bike to roll more comfortably down the trail than if you've got a bike with full suspension, then that bike is able to cushion a lot more, which means that you can actually do a little bit less work. It might not be an animal per se, but it is an object that you're managing the experience that both of you are having on the trail. And if you try and ride one bike the same as you ride the other bike, you aren't going to have a fun time in certain circumstances because you're not doing what you need to do to allow for that counterbalance. To start to sum this up, it's really about knowing what the forces are and then managing them and just understanding that no plan survives contact with the enemy it's not about how well you're doing it it's not about judging other people and looking at anybody else and what they're up to and trying to be like oh look at that person they've got it all together because of xyz or they're a better bike coach because they're fit and they're thin and they're 25 years of age and i'm not those things so therefore maybe i'm not providing the right experience but then there's a whole lot of whatever you are has its own scent of counter and you've got your own skills that come along with it. And if you're managing a business that's making huge profits and it's super successful, you're dealing with a set of variables that the person who's managing a business that maybe isn't doing as well, well, they've got a whole lot of variables and each one of them, they're all growing us as human beings. We don't want to judge our experiences we really just want to have them yeah just responding to whatever the forces are that are impacting you in the moment is really the best way to find balance to even tie it into physical fitness if you try to go do the same gym workout every day or you try to go eat salad every day that isn't balance because your body is going to have different needs moment to moment and so it, the more we can take the judgment around, well, this is good and that's bad, or I'm successful because of this, but I'm not successful if I can't manage this. You just have to keep responding to whatever is in front of you. And then that is what creates that internal security of balance. Yeah, absolutely. What I am moving into with my business is we're building these retreats and the retreats are really about creating the 
physical experience. So whether we're in Baja and we're going surfing and then we're going bike riding and then there's a yoga workshop and then maybe there's a mindset coach that comes in and is talking about hypno mindset or we've got a physical therapist or functional medicine person that's talking about functional medicine and then we're going out and having great food. All of that is about creating a balanced experience where we can take our physical challenges and move them into how we can actually have a more informed counterbalance experience in life. So when we're looking at these pieces that life has for us and actually going through the experience with a plan and with kind of the workshops that work around going out on the bike and then coming back and doing a journaling exercise about what was the experience that you had during that moment or going out surfing and then coming back in and really actually sitting down and thinking about how you went from, oh my God, I'm so scared. I don't want to catch that wave. Oh my God, I caught the wave. Oh, wow. I was on the wave and having that fear to celebration back to fear, getting pummeled through the waves or getting challenged by a rock or an obstacle on the trail and then going over the obstacle or maybe falling and getting back up and continuing or maybe having to get off your bike and walk over the obstacle or up a hill and then coming back and actually going okay I had this physical experience this is the roller coaster I was on the end of the day I had all of this joy because I had gone through all of these experiences whether we're talking about balance, whether we're talking about working through blocks, all of these subjects that we've been working through in this podcast is exactly what I want to make these retreats be about and giving people the tools and the experiences so that they can really start to see that it isn't about being in control. Yeah. And it's all connected. The balance thread runs through all of this. It's the same with all the other topics that we've talked about. You experience them in your sport or your activity or whatever the fun thing is, but it applies across the board. Everything is truly connected. And when we can see that and respond accordingly, it makes life so much easier. Jenny, you work with animals and you're an animal communicator. And I'm thinking that we need to let people know a little bit more about what it is that an animal communicator does and why is it that vets actually suggest that we use animal communicators to create more balance and be more informed about what's going on with our pets and how that can help us. Yeah, it's a great statement. The biggest key to helping create balance when you are working with an animal communicator is it's just a bridge I'm a translator, so I am picking up the information that your pet is sharing intuitively, and then I can help communicate it with pet owner, and that helps to just inform everything that you do with your pet so that you can create a better balanced relationship, but opens the lines of communication, and communication always helps improve balance between two people or two beings. And so the more you can improve upon the communication, the easier it is to do everything, you know, it informs everything. So whether that helps you be able to have a better structure and schedule, whether you need a structure and schedule with your pet's relationship, or whether you need more freedom and more spontaneity, I've actually had pets ask for that before. It helps to just improve and open all of the communication together with your pet. So you really can't go wrong with it. It's going to filter through to every area of your life. So if there's one thing you're struggling with, with your pet, like that's a great place to start, but it's going to ripple out and affect all of the relationship. It's like a duck in water. Somebody's working really hard and you can't necessarily see it, but it's going to affect everything and it's going to help improve across the board. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I think communication is a very key to balance. And maybe that will be our topic next week is talking about how we actually create a better communication and lines of communication in all areas of our world, because that topic just keeps coming up for me over and over and over and over again. And I think as we move into the new world, communication is how we create that balance. Let's wrap this up. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for being here with me. I'm Tash and you can find me on Instagram at Betty Gohard. And if you'd like to download a copy of the Goddess Experience Worksheet, go to bettygohard.com forward slash Goddess Experience Download. The Goddess Experience is all about defining life on your terms, creating the experience that you want to have versus the one that you get. So the worksheet will walk you through defining those terms, celebrating the wins that you've already had, and then creating that future vision. And then there's some steps to really create the actions that you need to take in order to get you there. So go check it out. I'm Jenny of Soul Pet Connections. I'm an animal communicator and energy healer for animals and their people too. If you'd like to deepen your relationship with your pet or just learn about those quirky things that they do, you can find me on the web at soulpetconnections.com. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at Soul Pet Connections. So like, comment, share, subscribe. We would love to hear from you. Let us know if there's a topic you want us to talk about or have a question. We would love to talk about it. So let us know. And we look forward to seeing you next time. See you later.